and welcome back to the Shellcock Podcast. My name is Aaron Rhodes, and this week on the show, we have Yana. How's it going? I'm good. Awesome. Feeling good. And I'm a little cold. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it, it, it's been a little warmer than it has been recently, though. Yeah. The weather has me, like, I don't know if it's seasonal depression, but it's, like, weird. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to... Hopefully it warms up a little more soon. Yeah, and I say that with a smile on my face, but... <laughs> But it's real. Yeah, it's real, it's though. Real. Like, it's real. Yeah. And also, we need to give a quick shout-out to um, our sponsor, The Vinyl Underground at 7th Heaven. That's They have new and used vinyl at 76 and Truth, so shout-out to them. Go check that out. And so, yeah, uh, I guess we'll just try to start at the beginning here and see what happens. So, you were born in Alabama, is that <laughs> right? Okay, right? so I was born on Whiteman Air Force Base. And then, like, my parents were in the military, and then we mm. moved everywhere. And so I never, like, really grew up in a place. But, I com- like, I claim Al- Alabama because that's, like, where I started, like, my life. Like, I spent, like, 10 years of my life there. Mm. So. Do you think those, do you think there's, like, a lot of influence from being in that environment? In Alabama? Mm-hmm. Musically, no. Family, yes. Um, but I was, like, really insecure growing up. But I feel like that was necessary for my, like, development as a person. I feel like that's why I claim it. Because, like, looking back on Alabama, it was, like, development. Like, but, like, insecurity. But, like, insecurity that, like, I had to go, like, I had to get through that. Like, Mm -hmm. you know. And so you said you were born on the Air Force Base. So you had (laughs) military parents? Yeah, my mom was in the, well, my dad was in the military. And she, like, had me when she was, like, 17 years old. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um... So what what places did you you said you kind of bounced around after yeah, like you were ten so years old? So what where did you end up going after that? So there's okay so there's Wyoming, Alabama, Savannah, Georgia because my dad went to SCAD, Atlanta, Georgia, and then Warrensburg. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And so so Warrensburg was kind of the last place you ended up before you ended up yeah. in oh, the Kansas and City Nob area. Noster. Mm. <laughs> Nob Noster is like that embarrassing place though. Like. Yeah, I don't claim. Not not a lot to do out there. No, there's not. But like honestly, like I just I needed that too. Like it helped me. Like it helped shape me because I was just different. I dressed weird. I was just like the only, like one of the few. Like I could count all the black people that was there. There was like five black people, mm-hmm. and we'd all just like you know hang out and chill. But it was whack. No, yeah. So like I'm sure like having to bounce from like town to town, and also being black and being. LGBTQ and like dressing different like it certainly can't be super helpful in most situations when you're like relocating all the time and stuff like I'm sure like you know if you're like like a jock and like you fit in with all the cool kids like it's not a huge deal maybe if you have to move a bunch but like yeah since I spent a lot of my life like moving around I spent my life a lot of times like searching for my identity and who I was like always going through like just used to moving like I was just so used to moving or people like disappearing or like, I remember one time uh, my parents like right when they got a divorce they're like all right we're moving and I was just like oh okay this is the summer I made all these friends and so I like had to like keep getting in the cycle of like making friends and like losing friends and so but now I'm used to like people come and go mm-hmm. and do you think that do you, do you ever feel like kind of restless just being in Kansas City like how long have you been in the area oh I've, I've been in Kansas City for like five years mm-hmm. um like restless like how just like or is do you kind of like feel ready to move again oh, even yeah. though like you might not want to okay so Kansas City like makes me feel like static and yeah. stuck I don't feel stuck but the air feels stuck mm-hmm. um but I'm like I need to be pushed here but I'm also like it's just, like, the dualities, you know, of, like, what I feel here is just, like, heavy. Because I want to move to Atlanta, Georgia, and I want to move, but I'm also, like, I'm here for a reason. I'm here in this moment doing what I got to do for a reason. So, like, I'm enjoying it, and I'm just present. What What about Kansas City, do you think, makes it feel static to you? Like uh, The lack of diversity, but I also, like, come from... Because I've been, like, I've lived, like, I've lived in the suburbs. I've also lived, like... You know, like, in Savannah, a lot of people don't realize there's, like, hood. Like, Savannah's, like, split. is rich, and then there's, like, like you know, like, a, like I don't know. The school I went to it was just, like, mainly black. But 
Wait, what was the question? <laughs> like, what what makes Kansas City feel like? Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, like, so Kansas City makes me feel stuck because, like, I've been in all these different places and I've felt stuck, but just Kansas City is, like, the scene just feels like, you know, there's just so much, like, talk. There's so much, like, conversation, but there's not a lot of doing. There's not a lot of action. You know, there's not a lot of, like, what are we going to do to keep moving, you know, instead of just talking about we're going to move or we're going to talk about moving. But I'm just like, you know, I see people moving, though. Like, you know, like this is a movement like you doing shuttlecock and like creating a platform for artists. Like I see the movements there, but it's still like static, you know, like how long did it take for this to happen? You know, how long did, did it take for the platform to occur in the city? You know, mm-hmm. so it just feels like people get stuck here. But I, I feel like I can see that because I've been in the... Like, I've seen people get stuck in the country and just, like, yeah, my grandfather, like, lived on this farm, like, all his, like, all his life, and I live on it. And I'm okay with that. And my kids are going to live on it. And I'm just like, ah. Uh. Oh, yeah. And that's kind of an interesting perspective that I feel like is uniquely one of someone who's lived in, like, five, ten different places. Yeah, so. that's true. I've never thought about that, like... I just, and also I'm like a Gemini, so I don't really do good with like consistency unless it's like working on craft or like building something or like knowledge, like that's like something I need. Mm -hmm. But when something's just consistent, it makes me feel uncomfortable. It makes me feel like I need change to flourish. I need to be like pushed. In Kansas City, like I feel pushed, but like I need to keep being pushed, you know, like I've only been doing this for six months and I feel that like, I'm just like, it just makes me think of the people who've been doing this for years, you know, like what platforms like where have they gone to get what they need you know like Mm. i know someone told me once that it took them 68 free shows before they got paid for their free show wow yeah that's wild like that's and they're like talented i'm just like what like that's a lot of like i don't know that's wild so are are you like not under the impression though that like the truly talented people will kind of rise to the top over time? Or do you think, like, it really does take, like, some outside support and, like, a push? I think it's, like, both, like, the support, you know, like, local people, like, showing up not just for, like, mainstream artists and, like, just really showing up for, like, the local artists, like, people who make their own music, like, Kai Colors, he's, like, like, what he does is beautiful. He produces his own music. He spends time, like, on his stuff, you know, like, and he does have, like, support, you know, but I just feel like he could touch so much more, you know. Mm. And, like, kind of another, like, I don't know if, this is probably a little bit of the opposite from what you were saying, but, like, I had um, Alice from, she does Dead Dads Club in here, the other like a month or two ago and she was talking about how she wants to move because she has been in Kansas City her whole life and like her parents lived here and like she's like yeah I don't want to uh live the exact same life my parents did I want to go to like Chicago or somewhere else and do something like that so I I think it's kind of weird like I don't know I just thought it was interesting like Mm -hmm. how you moving all the time makes you want to move again and her staying here for so long makes her want to move yeah. so but then uh, it makes me like wonder like how is anything going to change in Kansas City if all the great people leave or like yeah. all the like you know like so it's just like but I know like people in Kansas City artists have thought about that like you know and a lot of people have love for Kansas City because like it is like a beautiful city there's like beautiful moments but it's just I've just I've never I don't feel connected to cities like that like mm. when people ask me like uh, where am I from? I'm just like, oh, I don't really have a place. You know, I'm just, I'm from Earth. I don't know. Like, mm. I moved around a lot. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So so you mentioned a minute ago that you've only really been, like, taking your music seriously for, like, six months or, or so. Yeah. Or it could be seven months. Seven I need months. to, like, recalculate that. Yeah, yeah. Get, get us an exact date. Like, did, did, uh, it was, was there, like, a real moment for you where, where you kind of flipped and you're like, okay, I'm ready to do this. Let's go. Yeah, okay. So my journey was exactly around this time last year. I was, like, very depressed and um, just, like, going through a lot of heavy stuff. I, lost my, like, lost my cousin um, to, like, this... We don't really know why she died, but she um, was, like, the biggest support, like, LGBT to me. And so, like, it kind of, like, tore me up for a moment and just, like, that, like, end-of-the-world type, like, ah, oh, like... I lost like my biggest support person you know and then just like I kept losing people and then I just realized like I have myself and then through that journey of like finding myself again I started writing poetry and just writing like how I felt in a conceptual world and like started like seeing these patterns of like life in a different like 
just like a different like lens. And then I like just wrote on Facebook and I was like, oh, I wish I could rap. Oh, kind of whack. And then, um, <laughs> that's so funny. And then I started just, I was like, oh, let me just put like poetry to like some lo-fi like beats. And that's how I started. So I'll just, I'll just like, I'll be like, oh, like, um, oh, I wish we could play some lo-fi right now and I would like do it. But I would just like, just say things, you know? And I would just like be very poetic with it and very dramatic. And I was like, oh, this is kind of like freestyling. So then I was just like, all right, now I just need to get like a oomph. So then one day I was just sitting there in my room. I was just like, oh, let me just plug GarageBand and just do this. Like, what am I waiting for? And I like had my headphones and I spent like an hour and I just made Misfit. Like I made the beat and then I like, made the words like really quickly like it just happened it just like it just happened and then i just and yeah <laughs> and um but you mentioned your cousin being like really influential to you and mm-hmm. like what what kind of you said that your cousin was kind of like an inspiration or like what what role did uh, yes so she, she had, like um just like support so like living in like warrensburg knobnoster and then also like my parents were really religious. We both, like, grew up just being, like, we got each other. Like, no matter what, like, I got you. Not, like, it doesn't matter. Like, you're beautiful. Like, that kind of, like, community, you know? Like, there's no community in a lot of, like, small towns. And, like, a, a lot of places, like, people don't get that. Like, it's not accessible like that. You just go on the Internet. We'd go on the Internet and we'd just, like, find that community. The only community things we had was, like, pride. We'd come all the way to Kansas City to, like, see pride, you know, or... Oh, there's like a gay bar in Colombia we like would go to. But other than that, you know, so we were just like, you know, it doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Just that like we love ourselves and keep going. And that's what like that's what she was. But also she was just like so compassionate and then she was artistic, she sang and just like, you know, just all those things. But we don't really know why she died. She was like drinking and I don't know. It's like sad. Yeah, it's, like, really sad because I don't know if it was just, like, I just don't know. My family won't, doesn't talk about it. Mm. It's just, like, one of those things. And so, yeah, um, can what what really happened after you ended up posting Misfit and, like, what kind of feedback were you getting? And <laughs> nothing. Nothing? <laughs> no, but it was cool, though. Because I was just, like, I was just, like, oh, this is cool. I made this. But then I started, like, making, reading my poetry to, like, lo-fi music and putting it on soundcloud but i took it down because i um i just didn't want to give people that like i, I want to come back with that again mm. but um yeah so i just like started like so i made misfit and i was kind of playing before that like misfit wasn't like misfit was the first song i created that was like an actual piece like i like would write but it'd be like whack and it'd be like like booty this and like you know like just talking about like trap stuff and like you know like pulling from like something goofy and I was like oh I just get serious and then when I started taking my ser- myself seriously I was like okay but then I didn't I, I didn't really start taking myself seriously until someone was just like yo like someone wants to work with you and produce you and so I was just like what like you have all like you have all this this talent and you want to pour that into me like I'm just putting my heart out you know I'm just like being myself and that's it's just wild you know like Mm. did you have like did you have a background in poetry before you started doing that doing it did you like grow up doing like any type of art any like yeah I've done like art you know I've like touched a lot of things like um so like I've touched film like in high school I took like a film production class and I was like I, like, won, like, third at Nationals for, like, FBLA. Like, it was, like, this video competition. It was, like, a texting while driving video. Nice. Like, we had to make one of those, yeah. And so, uh, but other than that, like, I didn't, like, really... I was just, like, mediocre, I felt like, at art. But I also, like, didn't have the confidence, you know? I feel like your art is a reflection of yourself. And if you're reflecting, like, how you like how you feel, like, I wasn't being secure with... Like, I wasn't... I was insecure with my strokes, like, when I would paint. But now, like, when I paint, it's just different. Like, I feel confident. I'm like, this doesn't have to be this, you know? I feel... I feel like I was comparing myself to everything around me. Mm. When art isn't something you can... You can't compare art. Like, someone put a toilet in the, like, museum and, like, has made a lot of money from that. And then, you know, people have made, like... Spent tons of time on, like, an oil painting. It might not, like, be able to sell that, you know? It's just... It's about your own worth and how you, like... I don't know. The world's weird. Yeah, it's, and like, yeah, I feel like a lot of stuff is just really about how you present yourself and mm-hmm. like 
how seriously you take your own work because yeah. people will kind of start to notice that and take you more seriously because of it. So. Yeah, I just started taking myself seriously, and I was just like, you know, I have something to say, and I have people to touch, and I'm coming from a dark place and making it beautiful. And so you mentioned you, you get that message, and that was Duncan that wanted to work with you? Yeah, Duncan, Duncan Burnett. Burnett, yeah. And, well, actually, it was Duncan and Dom because... Mm. So, like, uh, Chase hooked me up with them. He was, like, the person that, like, connects us all, like, all of us together in the arcade. And I had a message Duncan, or Dom before, and I was like, hey, I would like to work with you. Um, but I've never worked with the producer before. Like, I don't really actually know what I'm doing. I just, what's your rate? And he was just like, oh, we'll talk about it. And then when, like, we met in person, they were just like, I want to work with you. Like, I ain't trying to, like work with you i'm trying to work with you you know like that's just like a different feeling when someone's just like let's build and i'm like i didn't even realize i was building you know like i didn't even know i had like i didn't realize i had a hammer this whole time and you're just like like and i didn't realize i already i was already building like the foundation but you're just like oh okay i already got the roof up already got this and i'm like what how is there already a house now like that's what happens when when you link you have to build next like come on let's see (laughs) yeah but um so yeah you mentioned uh you're you're working with them at the arcade which Mm -hmm. is that's like duncan's home studio yeah so duncan like runs out of his studio and it's called the arcade because like we don't play no games (laughs) damn that's good yeah uh but yeah uh, how long have you been working with those guys uh okay i need to like write all this stuff down Mm. i feel like i've only been working with them for three months it has not been long Maybe four months. Yeah, it feels like it's been a lot longer, I think. Just because, like, I don't know, I see you, like, just pictures of you on, like, Instagram pop up, like, every other day. Like, you're in the studio with them, you're doing a show. Whenever I wrote Zoom in, that was the first time we ever, like, like, linked up. Yeah. I do not know what day that was. I think it really hasn't been, it feels like it's been longer. Wait, okay, so. It had to be, like, in November. It hasn't been long, though. Yeah. So, um, so you just pretty much just jump in with them, and you've just written like a good handful of songs since you've been okay. With so them? zoom in, like okay. So after I wrote Misfit, I just started like writing music. I was just like, I'm gonna just make some songs. Mm-hmm. And so I was standing on the corner of a street, and I was just the way that I get my inspiration is very experiment, like in in a experience, like when I'm experiencing something. So I was just kind of feeling like, you know, that nine to five, like life, like trying to pay bills and trying to get like what I got to do to do what I got to do. And I was just like, I'm zooming, I'm zooming. I don't know what I'll be doing. And then I was like, I'm zooming, I'm zooming. I don't know what I'll be doing because I was just like, cars were like, and I just kept repeating that to myself. And I was just like, I'm zooming, I'm zooming. I don't know what I'll be doing. And I was just like, oh, that's kind of cool. And I was like, okay, let me try to make it into a song. And then I was just like, okay, this time when you approach it, like, be a little, like, have your ego, but just, like, a casual ego, but not, like, don't be arrogant, you know, but keep your ego, like, keep your dignity, be strong. And then I say, like, come vibe with the sunflower dyke. I really wanted to intentionally, like, reclaim the word dyke, because I used to be, like, afraid of, like, reclaiming, like, words like faggot and dyke. But since, like, Brockhampton and stuff, like, listening, well, like, that's just helped, like, along the way, but... Like, reclaiming a word is just, like, so powerful. And so, like, Zooming was just, like, created in 30 minutes. So, like, well, it was created before. But whenever I went to the studio, I already had this, like, the lyrics. So I just, like, wrapped him the hook. And he was like, all right, let me try to make something. So then he hooked, like, he started making a beat. And then he was like, all right, let me get on the bass real quick. And so then he was like, all right, you ready to record? And that was, like, the first time I ever recorded, like, in a studio with any equipment. I didn't, he had to teach me, like, the right way to put the headphones on, all that stuff. And I was just like, all right. So I just hopped on there, and he was just like, what? People don't really just hop on a mic, and they sound good the first time they ever do it, you know? Like, and it wasn't, it didn't take a lot of takes. Like, it was just done. We did it in 30 minutes, and it was cool. And then he was like, all right, what else you got? And then we made it uh, one with the, I am one with the universe, yeah, that was made right after. And that one I kind of, like, struggled on, like, on because I wrote the song on the spot. Like, that was my first time ever, like, creating like that. But, like, that's the way that, like, the song that I prefer, like, the show you're at, um, Rap Asylum 11, mm. that's the way we made that song, the Ayo, Ayo Super Wish You Need. Ah, 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 ah. Like, he made, he was just like, all right, let's go the direction, like, how we did uh, The Universe. Let's just make something. And so, like, 
that's kind of like we create very organically it's just like in the moment I might have like maybe a hook made and he's like what are you feeling and then he'll make a beat to what I'm feeling and then the whole time he's making the beat I'm just like as he's creating the beat I'm like writing the words and like trying to create the words or like create like the path I want to go on do you feel like that kind of gives you an advantage over people who just like swap beats over emails and just like kind of sit at home and then yeah do you think your your process really like kind of like like, he's not really like mentoring me honestly I'm just observing you know Mm -hmm. like I'm just I'm just watching his work ethic but he puts his work ethic you know like online like he's like I started like paying attention to the way he creates the way he speaks you know about like music and I was just like all right like let me do my research so then I like I feel like it does give me an advantage to, like, create with the producer, like, but you can link with people, you know? Like, there's a lot of, like, I've had, like, a lot of people hit me up, like, hey, let's link, hey, let's link. Like, there's people who want to do, like, free work, you know? Like, it's just about, like, if y'all vibe. Like, it's all about, like, that connection, you know? Like, you don't have to use, like, a YouTube beat. You don't have to, like, do that. Like, there's ways to, like, create the, the vibration you need for your, like, your sound. And I feel like it also depends on the person. Some people are just too nervous, you know? Or some people need to create a certain way. I like creating, um, like, because I don't always, like, write my whole song in studio. I, like, go back home. Like, whenever I wrote, uh, when I finished The Universe, I got so frustrated with myself. And as soon as we got done, I went home, and I worked on it till it was, like, 2 a.m. in the morning, and then I finished the song, because I was just, like, so frustrated, because I was like, why can I not finish this? But then I was like, oh, because I'm forcing it. You just got to, like, relax. And then it always comes to me, like, so easily when I'm just like, whew, and then the words just come. So. And I remember, I think, like, at Rap Asylum, or, like, just when I was talking to you sometime recently, you mentioned just how casually uh, the the Superflower song came about, too, and just how that's kind of been an, was- an emblem of, like, your music so far. Yeah, so, okay, so the way that, like, the word superflower came about which i think i might start going by superflower as like my artist name mm. i just gotta like figure that shit out but like i was like ah i was freestyling with tati and i was just like hey a sunflower with those superpowers and i was like oh okay a sunflower with those superpowers and then i just wrote it in my notes so like i'll like i'll just like take lines you know and like so then like chop that up and then i was just like a superflower and then that's just i just like because i've my name is Ayana, and Ayana means uh, beautiful flower. And so I connected that, and I was just like, you know, like sometimes I just feel like the way that like I'm, I just keep moving is just like I feel like a super, like a superhero right now with like my message, you know. So if my name is a super flower, I'm gonna like try to stay, like I'm gonna stay to that, you know. Like if your name is Lil Zans, you're gonna keep rapping about Zans, you know. Like you know, you're not gonna change it up and start like. I mean, you could. But it's just, like, I'm trying to, like, manifest, you know, like, what I want. Like, I want to be just, like, like not with, like, the positive vibe, like, movement. I just want to just be, you know. And uh, let me see here. What we got? Oh, yeah, so you have done, like, a good, like, you've done, like, maybe five or so live shows so far? Mm-hmm. I think it's, like, six. Six? Mm-hmm. And so what was... Like, you mentioned to me earlier that, like, you still do get a little nervous about them, but, like, just tell me about, like, the first show that you ended up having, because I'm sure that was probably, like, the most difficult. Oh, yeah, okay. So the first show, like, I packed out uh, Uptown Arts Bar, which, like, a lot of people don't do, you know? I wasn't actually expecting a lot of people there. I was just like, oh, cool, I know some homies will be there, and I'm just going to wrap this. It's going to be casual, you know? And then, like, more people started showing up, and I was just like, why are y'all here? Like, y'all are, like, really supporting me, you know? And I just, like, I just got quiet, you know? People were wanting to talk to me, and I was just like, hey, what's up? And so then I just, like, started, like, calmly, like, breathing myself, and I was just like, you know what, like, it's cool. Everything's chill. Like, people literally just came out on a Tuesday or a Wednesday to, like, stay here and see you rap that's kind of cool so then I just got on stage but I'm uh, like I was familiar with the Uptown Arts Bar because I've done poetry there so like it was a it was like a cool transition because I know you know I just know how like what my voice sounds like because your voice sounds different when you like talk in a mic at least at that venue because different venues like you sound different like it's just like different experiences depending on when the speak where the speakers are pointed at 
And so I just like hopped up there and then everyone was just like, Yana, Yana. And I was just like, what? This is so weird. And then I was just like, you know what? This is cool. And I was just like, if I mess up, I'm just going to, uh, and I practiced a lot. I practiced like every single day. If I wasn't like, if I was just, if I was just not at work, I was practicing, like practicing, like, okay, like practicing like this where you have to think about like your mics like you have to hold a mic you have to like I was just like thinking about everything I would have to think about I was researching I was watching people perform and then I just like performed and I was just like damn like this is so cool like people came out and then they just like people like l- like learned my words as I was like rapping and I was just like y'all don't even know these songs these songs aren't even out yet you just like learn the words like I don't know it was cool though mm. and but that was the first show yeah and so how do you think your your performance has kind of evolved since then? Okay, so with six shows, first show, my voice was, like, very scratchy. I had no, like, vocal control, um, except maybe a little bit. But also, like, I was having to scream because, like, I sounded better even without a mic because it was just, like, the my, my mic was turned down so low. So, mm-hmm. you know, having to learn to work through those, uh, like, experiences live. So I was like, all right, cool. Second show, um, it was a rooftop party at, a, like, a house. And I, like, was performing in front of... Uh, it was, like, a whole bunch of punk bands before me. So I was just like, crap, I don't know this... Like, I don't know anyone here, you know? I'm, like, I was used to, like, that energy with... And so I was just like, you know what? It doesn't matter. These people don't know you. And so then it was cool, um, but I wasn't able to gauge the audience. And I thought no one was, like, really, like, bopping with it, but they were. And so, like, I had to learn, like to use the crowd, you know, and, like, watch the crowd, like, watch that they're actually, like, feeling it, and so then the third show, I don't really remember which one that was, but now, like, fast forward to the sixth show, the one before that, it was, like, casual at the Uptown Arts Barb, and it was, like, uh, the Intelligent Sound, uh, like, closing show of the year, Mm. and it was all right, I don't think it was my best performance, because I was, like, I was trying, like, I was trying to, like, do something different, um, and not be as hype by controlling my voice. But by doing that, I, like, was, like, too contained and, like, that it just, it didn't really work. So then this last show, I feel like I've definitely grown, but it's because, like, literally Duncan was just like, just think about this. And he said it before the show, and I was just like, oh, why didn't I think about that? So then I just applied it, and it's li- all it is is that I just have too much energy like the only like he said like the main problem I have when I perform is just I get too hyped that I don't have any air left like I'm not rapping over my words you know that's all my words so Mm -hmm. it's just like learning how to contain that so since my first show I feel like I've learned how to contain my voice but also like go organically like if we're moving a certain way because that's the way Duncan shows are like organic like keeping that energy not using all of my energy and just like kind of having fun but I was very nervous before I've been very nervous before every single show just because I am holding myself to like I'm just like there's people here like people are spending their energy and time and that's why I get nervous because I'm just like you know like you don't want to go out to something and just, like I know how it feels like to go out and then you're just like I just spent five dollars like and like that person was even like you know like I don't want I want people to experience something and to feel and I think it's because I put that like weight on my shoulders that like makes me nervous mm-hmm. about it but it's like it's just a whole thing yeah and I, I think that's actually like not a bad problem to have like having too much energy like because you know some people get up on a stage and they just kind of freeze up and like they're real quiet and shy so I guess it's it's one thing to do that but it's another to just you know, go all out and just end up out of breath, so. Yeah, so, but also, I feel like I, I didn't realize I was preparing myself for this, like, moment. I've just been dancing, you know, but I'm not, like, the best dancer, but anytime, like, at the crossroads, I would just, like, get in the dance circle, and so I'm used to, like, having to improvise and freestyle in a moment, so I know, like, if I was to, like, ah, forgetting some words, I could just, like, all right, let me just do some dance and, like, improv, like, do what I, just be myself, you know, because everyone messes up. So I feel like that like helps relieve the pressure because that's how I learned how to dance. I just like would battle people like pretty much probably how like people like have like started off with rapping, like just like battling people that are better than them. I learned how to dance by just I would battle people intentionally that are better than me. So then I could watch like how they move. And I was like, oh, I could just go on YouTube instead of doing all that. But then like I still did it. But yeah, Is it, you never had any like formal dance training or anything. No, no. no. 
Yeah, it seems like you're you're very into being like self-taught and everything. Is yeah. that something that you've just kind of grown up doing, or? Yeah, because there's just everything like cooking. I've taught myself how to cook, um, eating healthy, like knowledge. Um, I and I feel like it's because people like they put they plant the seed, and then I'm like, all right, let me run with the seed. Like, like I see the seed. Like Duncan hasn't sat down and just like taught me like he hasn't taught me music you know I've, he hasn't taught me like this is how you write a song you know I've like went and sought that knowledge because I want to like keep it professional you know I want to keep up I want to like like I want to keep that drive and like keep up with the pace just because I'm like I don't want to show that I'm like just been rapping for six months you know I don't want to be just like a six month rapper like you know I just want to be like a rapper I just want to be no I just want to be an artist you know because it's just all these different like uh intersects of like artistic abilities that I put into that you know and yeah I feel like even when you're just around like a good group of people that is like just has a really good talent like it's kind of hard not to like kind of soak up some of their like techniques or Mm -hmm. work ethics or something like that yeah and I think also seeing Duncan live like kind of and watching honestly before my show that energy that Dom like brought I was and like I wasn't just watching his show. I was analyzing the way that he was controlling his breath. Like that's what that's how like that was that's what I was doing the whole time he was performing. Every like every person that opened before me like they had like pretty good like breath control. Like Sauce has really good breath control, and so that was like that was in my head. I was just like, all right, just watch like watch what they do, and pay attention to how they break up their words. So. And so yeah, where so I think you've said that the the ep that you're working on is going to be called super flower yeah right? super flower. so how's how's work on that going um I'm, i think it's it's not it's done but it's not done you mm-hmm. know like the songs are done the concepts are done but now i'm just like just waiting mm-hmm. for like the moment and when it's like the right time to drop it because it's like you don't have to rush creativity you don't have to rush anything like you know Whenever it's meant to like come out, it's gonna come out. Yeah. yeah, and to have like a solid project out in your first year, like hey, you don't like, you know, you've been working on it for seven months. I, I think that's like to put it out now would like it could feel kind of rushed. So yeah, and I'm just like, you know, like trying to figure out like where I want to go. You know, if I want to change it up. Also, like you can't sit on something too so, like too long. You know, like it's just all about. But it's like, like it really doesn't matter because it's just like it's just music and it's all the logistic and marketing and all that doesn't matter. But I think it like personally, like I want to be ready. I want my craft to be like there. I want to be like because I'm gonna like be performing, you know, the project. So I want to be able to be like, yeah, every single show I've done is like what I want it to be. Mm. So, and uh, so I know you've worked a lot on it with Dom and Duncan. Is there anyone else that kind of pops up on it or? Um, we might be throwing like a feature with Beck on it, mm-hmm. but that's, I honestly just wanted, uh, besides Beck being on the feature, it's, there's no features. Mm-hmm. It's just me. That'd be really cool though. Cause I remember Beck sent me a song she made like probably like a year ago she is and so she's good. never she's released anything. No. Yeah. And I, I always see everyone on Twitter, like pushing her like, Oh, you need to drop something this year. You need to, you gotta be need ready to do for something. that so, though. Like, yeah. Cause I feel like it's just like that. You got to be confident, you know, like not saying she's not, but I don't think she's like, she's not, it's not her time yet. Like, you know, like she's just like, she's just sorting out life and doing her thing. Like her time will come because she, yeah, her stuff is good. She's a good writer too. Uh, Beck, if you're listening, please uh, drop some music this year. Music uh, this year it's Beck. really good. And we'd like to hear it. Stop <laughs> sleeping on yourself, Beck. <laughs> no, but, um, okay. What else do I want to get to? Oh, yeah, and uh, so... Oh, what did you ask? You asked if anyone else was working on it. Oh, oh yeah. also with the EP, there's... I have, um, I don't curse at all. Mm-hmm. Like, and uh, that's, like, the challenge I, like, brought to the table, like, for myself personally. Like, there's no cursing at all because um, I feel like I like the challenge of not using curse words in my music, at least right now, because I don't need that as an expression. It's searching for new words I feel like it's I'm not saying it's like people who curse are lazy but I just think like it becomes a challenge like you can rap, rap a damn with like so many things you could just be like hey damn oh damn but like just to be like all right okay what can I say instead of that or what am I even trying to say you know like and also like you know I don't is there other like ways to like 
release that same like energy but in a different word because I want people who are like really young that's LGBT to be like oh I'm looking up to this person but also I want like you know like how Chance did with uh, Chance 3 with like um, like how Chance 3 like moved the gospel scene and how he just like touched like people of all ages and like I remember my mom she was like oh I'm bopping to this like but I feel conflicted because she's very Christian you know I want like I want people to look into me and be like oh wait that person is queer like I don't even know like you know like because I don't I'm not like oh I'm gay you know like I'm just like real casual about it because I want people to just be like oh, okay that's really cool like that's cool like, oh yeah you just kind of like want the opportunity to cross over if possible and you know create a new fan base and you know probably just gain the acceptance of a lot of people who yeah honestly aren't like i think that. like i just want my mom to listen to my music mm. and just confuse her <laughs> like for her to just be like oh my look my mom has like she likes misfit like and she's like i've rapped her like a lot of my music but i want like i want people like from my mom's church like listen to listening to that you know like mm. i want people like in the church listen like i want anyone because i'm talking about positive things you know it can be applied to like christian things you know i'm talking about like slapping someone with positivity and like you know like it's all on you like you got this you know and you moving forward duncan does the same thing and he is he's not like a christian rapper but you know he's he's not religious but he's spiritual and christian you know like i'm spiritual but i'm not tied to like christianity you know mm. And so maybe once you, you pull in the the church crowd, you can drop a couple uh, drop a couple bombs. But <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But no, it's a it's a good approach, I think. And um, yeah, what did did you? So did you grow up listening to a lot of hip hop, or what? What oh, was yeah. kind of like the music you grew up on? Uh, I listened to a lot of like gospel music, like Kirk Franklin. We listened to a lot of Lecrae. Um, I listen to so many Christian rappers. I can't even. We listen to a lot of like remixes of pop music, and in, like into like Christian music, and that's like my mom still listens to that, yeah. you know. Um, and so there was a point where I was just like, oh, I need more. Like this is not satisfying, you know. Whenever I kind of stepped away from that, and it's like to like I've done so much work to like find music, and I'm still like there's still so much music that I've missed out like growing up on. I didn't have like my grandfather like always listening to this music it was gospel like we we're all if it wasn't christian and god wasn't in it same with movies like i wasn't allowed to watch scooby-doo growing up i wasn't allowed to watch anime because it was the devil we weren't allowed to like probably like no harry potter no oh, i wasn't and uh, <laughs> uh little pretty liars my dad was like on like a couple of those seasons because he's a cinematographer mm. we weren't like we were in high school and my mom was like no and yeah. we're like, yo, this is the show that, like, my dad's on. Like, and there's a couple other ones that my dad was on. But we were allowed to watch, uh, like, Medea movies, but there's, like, cursing in that. It's just, yeah. Yeah, so, like, since you've kind of reached out and tried to, like, discover, like, musicians on your own now, like, are there any that you'd say you've, like, really connected the most with? Yeah, that? I feel like my biggest one that I always say is Princess Nokia, but I feel like that's, like, I've seen her live, you know, like, I've connected with her, like, that show was, like... Yeah, she's great. I feel like it was a beautiful moment for myself personally, and also, like, spiritually, but also, like, that feminine energy. It was just everything I needed as an artist. And then, um... I actually wasn't listening to Brock uh, Hampton until Saturation 2, mm. but, like, that's when I started really reclaiming the word faggot, like, listening to um, Saturation 2. And then um, there's just so many artists now that I just, like, I just, like, listen to Selection Radio, so there's just so much music that I'm putting into, like, just everything it's just like so much and you mentioned chance are you, are you big in chance right now or, yeah i'm yeah. big into chance but I actually don't listen to him i feel like i listen to like more local things now like recently than i have like more underground i feel like i like spend more time like listening to um like um pink caravan you know like because like i just i've met her like i just you know like i really like like what she's like where she's going like that sad happy like music she's probably like probably one of like my top favorite artists right now too no yeah and like i don't know i feel like um you know just such a good chunk of the population is just like enamored with like celebrity and like famous musicians so like oh my god if i could meet like frank ocean that'd be the most amazing thing ever and like mm -hmm. yeah that'd be cool but like um it's it's always cool i think when 
you meet people and you hang out with people who like appreciate the artists around them and mm-hmm. just like really value those connections and like yeah. you know end up listening to that music on a regular basis i don't know yeah and then there's like um there's just like a lot of music that i listen to like i listen to lord narf um lord narf is dope i listen to uh cupcake the freak she's probably like my one of like my favorite artist right now but like i just can't I have to be in the mood to listen to her yeah. like um yeah but i still i guess that's still mainstream i liked what willow put out like this last like her alternative tyler cole he's dope i like i, I really like where he's going with his music mm-hmm. um just like the I, if it's like socially like if it's on some like ocean like type like spiritual conscious like vibe then i'm like i'm listening to that like i feel like ocean was like the turning point for me to be like wow like this feminine energy and they're using their spiritual experience and their spiritual like walk through music i feel like that really like because that's what i do you know i'm I'm just really talking about what I'm going through in my experiences through spirituality because I started realizing that I, because I detached from Christianity, I still needed the foundation to like keep me sane, to keep me like grounded. Like I need something. Like I can't just be like what what gives me my morals and values and makes me who I am. What kind of like like are there any like specific like practices or religions that you really pull from a lot or Uh, see like that's what that's actually what i'm in the process of doing i'm trying not to like just pull pieces you know from like this religion and this religion and i'm just like kind of like pulling within myself you know like pulling in from like people around me like like just like things they say like i write it down or like their knowledge it's i guess it's not really a religion it's just like practicing being present is like the main thing and like um, reorganizing like the headspace in my like like as if it's a room but it's like my mind and so that's kind of like the whole like present like type of concept is like my spiritual journey because I don't want to just be like pulling from Buddhism well I'm not Buddhist and that's not like what I'm trying to do you know I'm just I'm trying to keep it to like be authentic and not just keep like taken you know like if it's not from if I'm not going to practice it's like kind of like what you know, some people take, like, Christianity, but they don't practice it, you know. But I think it's because, like, I grew up around religion, and I'm just, like, not. Like, the only thing that matters to me is, like, the present moment, and that's it. Mm. Right now, like, with my spiritual. But also, it's, like, I don't know what, like, I've thought about, like, going deeper, but it's also, like, I don't know, mm. time. And I know you've mentioned before that you wanted like you you do want to perform at pride since that's kind of like a a big event for you like that you ended up driving out to and stuff yeah i want to do that for my cousin like Mm. that's that's the only reason why i want to perform at pride is just to be like that was for you you know because i'm like there's like uh, this line in this uh this rap i'm working on is like i think this angel got my back and i'm like talking about her but i just like like she is like the angel that's been like guiding me but I don't like I don't know if I'm getting signs from her because I'm just like I don't know if I like I'm not in tune to that but I just know like pride is something that's just like in my heart that's like oh this has to be for her but also like if it doesn't happen in Kansas City then it's not meant to be it's gonna happen like it this year I will perform at some sort of pride in some sort of state like that will happen if it's if it's not this Kansas like if it's not Kansas City that's okay like there's other prides Mm. and um but yeah, like, what was what were the experiences like of actually, you know, getting to those events when you were younger and like? Oh, I was like, oh, I'm gonna find my girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I'm about to find a like, yeah. Which is funny because like I would talk to those people and then we wouldn't talk again. Like people I would meet at Pride until like the next year at Pride and they'd be like, oh, are you going to Pride? And I'm like, yeah. But every time I've gone to Pride, I've danced on stage. Like mm. I get pulled up by like the queens and they're just like you and then like a dance on stage in front of like tons of people like there's so many people that go to pride it kind of sounds like it's like a little like a summer camp event for you you're just like yeah going back every year seeing the same people and you know. yeah but it's like we don't really like we're not like hey how you doing we're just like i know that person <laughs> i've seen that person's like 
profile online like oh, on yeah. some like dating site or something yeah that's kind of how it works when you just like see someone on instagram you're like i don't know if i'm saying hi or not but <laughs> that's cool well, you're here but it's like also like you don't want to it's like am i gonna go say hi to this person and say hi and then that's it and then it's just like or i'm like i'm like do i know you and then I just end up, they end up coming to me and I'm like, oh crap, I don't remember your name. I don't know how to make small talk because I'm just like, okay, I'll just like talk about this present moment because I don't know how we know each other, but I guess we know each other. Yeah. I suck at that. But there's like so many people in the world. There are. There's several billion. That's, yeah. That's, that's... There's like this website where you can like watch the population grow. Like I posted on my story and it's just like, and it starts like, it starts uh, counting the number of like people that have like, that's like living. And it's just this huge, like, it's just like a little person, like, like little drawing. And it's just like duplicating. Like, is that, is that something you spend a lot of time watching? <laughs> I just like, uh, I like, Googled. I don't even need Netflix. Let's go. Let's just watch. <laughs> no, no. We were like, I was like, uh, sometimes I just get bored and like, I'm spending a lot of time on the internet and I was like, Ooh, what are like weird websites? And so you just like type in weird websites like weird websites online so then i just typed in weird websites online and then like you know that one with like that weird whale thing and it like spazzes out like that popped up there's like this one where you like slap an eel (laughs) but like someone spent like the thing that like gets me about the things on the internet someone spent time to like code that and create that or had someone like create that and pay they pay for that domain name for that like I don't get it. it is is that is it a pretty casual thing for you or like cuz did you like you mentioned that you spent a lot of time on the internet like mm-hmm. with your cousin like just because you didn't have much of a community wherever you were at the time. If so. I'm not finding something weird from the internet, I'm not living. Like if I haven't found something like weird or if I'm not like going deep and lurking on something random, then I'm not living my life at the fullest. I will spend too much time on the internet though. Like, okay, so I watch like dubbed anime instead of like regular anime. Mm-hmm. And so I was spending so much time trying to watch uh, dubbed anime because I would like, oh, I want to watch anime and keep up. And so like I'll Google, if it's not on Netflix, I'll Google dubbed anime and then my computer got hacked because mm-hmm. I, um, like it like froze and then it was just like this like stripe, like thing on the screen and it was just like it was just blink because it was because i was watching dubbed anime because the anime gods are like why are you watching dubbed anime dubbed anime sucks like why are you doing this to yourself yeah hope that doesn't happen to me if i ever jump into that at all there's like certain websites that like you gotta trust like if it pops up with something don't you gotta get off that website but if it's like it looks like more people are on that website then you're probably cool i'll I'll, we'll exchange some links later We'll, we'll figure something out uh, but yeah, so what what all do you have coming up that people should be looking out for? I know, so you have the EP coming mm-hmm. up to be released um, sometime, sometime soon. Okay, so the right I have, time. Uh, I have like features that I'm like working on, but they're just like concepts. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess like just working on myself to my craft. Like I'm just trying to, because I know like I can just feel that things are going. As soon as I drop my project, I'm gonna have to keep up. And so um, I don't want to get left behind and miss opportunities. So the things I'm working on is really just myself. I'm moving into a new apartment. I'm staying, like, sane and centered, finding, like, foundation, a practice, and writing. So then um, I'm just prepared for whatever opportunity because, like, I've only been doing this for this long. And I've, like, grown as a performer, as an artist. I'm sitting here on, like... talking about music and myself for I don't know how long which is like so weird because you know I would never see myself like making music or rapping and I was just like you know what I just want to do it like nothing really matters like because it's just like okay if I felt cool like I had a thousand likes on a YouTube video who cares like so I think I think you'll go beyond that I think but yeah life life comes at you fast yeah so i'm just like i'm honestly just trying to get like prepared mentally um i mean i have like visuals that are gonna drop and like you know things like that but that's i guess you just gotta follow and i know you got at least one show coming up you're playing in lawrence at the white school house yes valentine's not valentine's day but uh february 16th like it's gonna be dope energy because duncan's djing crystal's playing I'm there, 
there's some other bands I haven't looked into them yet but it's gonna be like a mixture of diversity that's what I'm like really excited about like I'm actually really excited this is the most excited I've been about a show and I don't know why like I'm just like I think it's because I know there's gonna be a lot of queer people there and a lot of my shows have been a mix of people but I'm just really excited to just play like I just know there's gonna be a lot of queers and that's I've just been waiting for that to just be um just perform for like a whole bunch of queers and then they like go home and they're just like yeah dude i could do that or ah oh, dude like that's cool because like at my show someone messaged me um rap asylum 11 mm. and like i had like a couple of people just saying thank you like for your repre- representation and like just being you and being that representation i need to being be an artist and i'm just like dang like that was my only goal like that's the only goal i had was just like oh i just want to inspire some people and I'm already doing it, and I'm just like, like I sent someone, like I sent my music to someone, and I said, hey, like they were feeling depressed, and I was like, listen to this, and I was just like, ah, uh, I just use my music as mental health, like that's uncomfortably like great, like it's just too cool, it makes me like, it just it makes me feel like pressure, but like the good kind of pressure to just like, just keep being authentic and just keep saying like you know like I've been depressed, I've gone through it. I might go through it again, probably will, could be going through it right now, but it's okay, you know, like, just be present, just figure out your triggers and stuff, and what makes you sad and happy, and yeah. Awesome. Uh, So yeah, you have, do you you have any shows besides that one in Lawrence, or is that Mm, it for now? That's it for now. Okay. And, um, yeah, where can people find you online, find your music? Oh, I do have a song with Dom, but that's not coming out. Oh, yeah. That's on, uh. His project, uh, God, what's it called? Adventure Mode. Adventure Mode. That's on Adventure Mode. Which is so wild that I'm working with Dom. I'm working with all these people that are talking about things that I'm just like, dang, like, we've been talking about this and now we're collectively talking about that? That's pretty cool. But, um, yeah, so my music is on SoundCloud and then soon it'll be streaming everywhere. I have a video on YouTube, Superflower. And then if you just, honestly, my biggest hub is Instagram, Superflower, S-U-P-A, no like hard er so super flower yeah awesome and people can find um at shuttlecock mag on twitter instagram and facebook you can visit shuttlecockmusic.com for all the articles uh there's a web store on there it's a shuttlecockmag.bigcartel.com and got t-shirts and zines and buttons and there's another shuttlecock house party on this friday the 26th at stacy's place that's with um Nancy Boys, Jonah P. and Ricky Roosevelt, Liquid Swords, and Ray Money. So, and that'll be fun. That's Friday, sep- uh, January. That's so September. Ray Money. <laughs> no, yeah, Ray Money's great. Uh, January 26th at Stacy's Place, 8 p.m. Suggested donation, $5 all ages. And yeah, thanks for being on the show today. Thank you for the platform. And also, like, this beef that people keep coming towards you honestly is whack because you're providing like a space and i appreciate it like Uh, no it's like it's really cool though because like you're giving a platform to like hip-hop artists and like music artists and you're just like putting it all together and you're just like hey rock hip-hop all of it matters it's just music that's cool i'm not worried about anything i'm (laughs) it's all good yeah thank you i know you're not worried about it but (laughs) public amount like announcement there we go (laughs) yeah thanks for being on yeah